0: Welcome to Get It Right with Mike, Trey, and Terry. We're glad to have you back. It's the end of the year, guys. We've just about wiped out another year. 2021's coming to a close. It's almost in the books. How was Christmas for you guys? Good?
1: Great.
2: got yeah. me a 3D printer.
0: <laughs> I, I saw you post about that. That's interesting.
2: That. I'll show uh, you all the stuff yeah. I made.
0: So, yeah. yeah. So it's it got a, little, a pretty cool gadget there, you know. Nice. I, got, I got a new Apple Watch. My wife surprised me. Well, I was gonna say, where would you have gotten that? that? My wife well, I think she picked it up at this little place called Mac Tech Solutions. Oh, okay. so 4020 Ray Road, Wichita Falls, Texas. Yeah, don't
1: yeah. they just fix stuff? You know? uh, no. Yeah. no. <laughs> no. Which Unfortunately, my wife got me a crapple watch, so. oh, No, <laughs> now, <laughs> I It was some guy on Scott Street <laughs> that was selling it up out of his jackets. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed okay. <laughs> Forty-nine ninety-five all <Yeah>. day, <laughs> right here, yeah, baby.
0: Yeah, this one this one was a little more than forty nine ninety yeah, five. I can think. imagine. Yes. But, <laughs> but thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm glad glad we could be of, of service to you too. I mean, no no seriously, uh, it was she she kept it a secret. He kept it a secret. No, it's it's two the,
2: secrets this year we've kept. From
0: I, it's yeah. Well, really three because my okay. Oh. So my daughter and my son in law. Um. So in my in my living room, there's a, a bar area it's got double doors open up and there's a sink and all this stuff but it it's never we've never really fixed it up right so my daughter and my son-in-law rebuilt the whole bar area for us put in you know a wine rack and some some shelves and painted and i mean did it all up really nice it looks really good and they managed to keep me out of it for like two and a half weeks she put this um Wrapping paper and these big bows over the doors, you know, with a label that said "Do not touch, Dad. This means you." And so, so they so they managed to keep that a secret from me as well. So that's three this year they've got me with my birthday, my fiftieth birthday party, which I knew nothing about, and and then this, and then the and the bar. And I knew nothing. I was about.
1: involved in two of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was involved yeah. in. The-
0: yeah, yeah. Just yeah. yeah. so. just to show
1: that Mike's yeah. wife's good at keeping secrets from him. She, apparently, she's really good at it. and, and, I, and, and I should be disturbed, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. Anyway, so we're going to talk a little bit about 2021. Mm-hmm. Don't turn it off yet. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about 2021, kind of a year in review thing, just kind of discussing some of the things that have happened this year. Um, you know, one of the big things – and, and I, I'm, I'm going to start with this, if you guys don't mind, here in Texas. So we've allocated billions of dollars in Texas to complete the border wall in Texas, along our border uh, with Mexico.
1: Yeah, on, on Texas property land, not federal land. That's right. Yes.
0: And so we've got, this, we've got this project underway that we're putting billions of dollars toward as Texas taxpayers. I believe it's $2.5 at last count that has been allocated to this. That won't be enough. It will, that won't get it finished. But it's, it's a project that the feds have completely abandoned. You go back to January of this year, and one of the first things President Biden does, right out of the box, is kills the border wall project. That's right. Kills it.
1: Yeah. People, people, you know, The thing is, people kept talking about the Keystone Pipeline, which was a big deal in the jobs there. Yeah. I kept saying... Agreed on the Keystone pop line. Nobody's talking about the border wall jobs. Right, right. Those, that border wall was not building itself. There That's was right. a lot of people down there building on that. That was another That's right. uh, mm-hmm. good, first off, it was good for our country, but it was also yes. good paying jobs.
0: Exactly, exactly. And, and it was, you know, again, we go back to the security of the nation. Uh, we, we need a physical barrier. They know we need a physical barrier. We need more than that. But they they just completely killed border security, and that was that was one of the first things that happened in January of this year. Um, was the, the border security just was wiped out and, and no longer made a priority? Well, now so we've got all this unused steel that the feds have bought and paid for with your tax dollars.
1: That's that's the biggest. That's a oh that's yeah. one of the big drives you nuts. Yeah,
0: your money, our money. All, all of us who pay taxes in America, we've paid for this material already, and they will not share any of it with us to complete the Texas section of the border wall. So that, you got literally, I don't know, what was it, a couple of billion dollars in steel? A hundred million? I don't, we don't know how much it's it is. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money one way or another. In this unused material that's just laying there, that's just going to rust.
1: And it's, by the way, it's form steel. If you look at the, it's already, the, the panels are already made. It's not That's like right. it's just piles of metal out there. No, right. somebody's already put the labor. We've already paid for the labor to build these panels. That's right. Now, I don't know yeah. if, if all of it's built already panels, but there's a lot of built panels out there. No, it really pisses me off because it, it's criminal. It's actually criminal. You are not supposed to, there, there's right. a thing called fraud, waste, and abuse, Terry. That's right. You, you, yeah. How many times did you hear that when you were oh in the military? Gosh, that was fraud, waste, and abuse. Good. And by the way, this is abuse and waste. Yeah.
0: Very much so. And,
1: and, it, and it's a federal crime, is it not? It's Absolutely. a federal yeah. crime to abuse and waste ta- taxpayer dollars, and that's what they're doing. By letting that stuff sit there, yeah. it, they're, they're, it's, fraud, it's abuse, and, yeah. and, 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 it's, and it's waste. And it, it sh- they should be brought uh, with criminal charges on it. Well, but who?
2: But it would be Biden, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, the but, Biden administration. But, but yeah. does that raise to the level of high crimes and misdemeanors? Though? No, not him
1: personally, but his administration. <laughs> no. Yeah, but... You, 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 you hold, the the Department of Interior or the Department of
0: whoever it is. Someone needs to be held responsible for, for
1: it. For
2: not at least trying to... even the Projects are canceled all the time. We know right. sure. that. And, yeah. and there's material and things. But at least there's this... In the military, they have the D- Defense Reutilization and Marketing Office. Right. I guess they call it the same. That That's where you can go buy the $5 Jeep, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Well, I- at least they could do something like that, but they haven't done that, I guess. And and they do have ways of releasing property uh, to, like they do it all the time for, uh, you know, what did we end up with um, uh, through uh, after Desert Storm and Desert Shield, or the, yeah. de- the latest, right. whatever, not— Desert Storm, but anyway, way back when there were a lot of uh, excess vehicles and things that were put into the civilian police departments, which right, is a whole right. other discussion whether they need
0: APUs or
2: whatever uh, they call them. The, but uh, but it's being, still reallocated right, resources. Reallocate right, reallocate resources and everything, and that's well, what's not been done in this but
0: case. But so. tell me more about this five dollar jeep because I could use one.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I mean that's been always all the right. thing. That's uh, all,
1: yeah right, but but it is, but it does happen. And, yeah. and there, there are surplus sales and stuff like that. Don't <laughs> no, put the stuff yeah. on a surplus sale and uh, Governor Abbott can send a representative. We can bid on it, yeah, whatever right, it is. Exactly. It's, uh, but it is not unusual, like Terry said, for them to reallocate those resources to states, to local municipalities and things like that. But they're refusing to do it because they're drawing a line and the sand because it's the wall. Right. right. Let it waste. And, yeah, and, and waste. you can't. The fact of the matter is just because you don't personally like something, you know, maybe – Maybe uh, you're anti. I mean, do you think the Navy doesn't want to care about the jeeps out there? But if they have excess jeeps, they got to get rid of them or whatever. Well, you know, whatever. It, but it who
2: is, is it? That, that that'd be the question, though. Who is it that's made that decision? Is it mm-hmm. if it is in fact Biden them, himself making that decision? Does that not then <coughs> keep um, the everybody protects everybody else? If if he is the sole person that says no, you will not grant or do anything with any of this yeah. material. Doesn't that fall on him, which then would be nearly impossible to bring him on charges? So well, I think well, polit- and, 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 it's a political move, and I, and
0: I think there's also a question of does he really have the the authority to just on his own kill the project? I don't
1: think I don't see how he would because yeah. it's not Department of Defense, right? Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. But my point is, I, I would like for somebody to look into it.
0: Well, yeah. somebody, yeah. somebody who's a
1: higher up who who knows the law well, going to, be to, to, to look in into deal. it because you're because it is Congress is the one who has the purse strings. The, yeah. de- the the president is in charge of the Department of Defense.
0: Well let me ask you guys let me well, ask you okay so, in charge of, I
1: thought he had in terms of all of the departments. To some degree, but but, but there there is like the Department of Justice, he doesn't the president can't pick up the phone and tell the Department of Justice what right. to do. Oh, well, that's true. Separation of yeah. powers. Separated that There it is, yeah. He is the commander in chief when it comes to the military, the, military, the armed yes. forces. Yes. Right. yes. But he still is limited there because he can't, he can't decide we're going to go invade mm-hmm. Great Britain then tomorrow. Ha, no. Then how is he
2: telling us that the OSHA is responsible for this stupid mandate that.
0: that well, because you know, he's not, the mouthpiece yeah.
1: behind it. He's the mouthpiece behind it, but it mean, there's somebody else in his administration that is making those decisions. Yeah. So, so
0: there, here, here's the thing. The. With regard, like, to the, to the vaccine mandates, I think there's a universal ag- agreement among most political – I want to use the term scholars, but it's not universal among the scholars. There, there, is a, there is a lot of agreement that the president has overstepped the bounds of his authority in issuing these mandates. Sure. That's one of the reasons the Supreme Court is going to take up this mandate on private companies with 100 or more employees. If they, kill, if, if they manage to kill that mandate, I think it kills the others as well because now you've set the precedent and you've made it a lot easier for the legal challenges to take place, I would think, anyway. Once, the, once SCOTUS says this is not constitutionally permissible or the president exceeded his constitutional authority, whatever that, however that decision is going to read, um, now, they could, in fact, find that it's perfectly acceptable, which it's not. I don't, I don't think it is. I think the only thing, the only to me, the only logical conclusion that the court can come to is, is that the president has exceeded his constitutional authority in, A, issuing the mandate, and then, B, tasking this federal agency, in this case OSHA, with creating the rules and administering them and enforcing them, I think he has overstepped his bounds as president. Now, could OSHA, on their own, come up? Yeah, they probably could, but because the, but
2: usually it's maybe. a law that's passed by Congress that President well, signs, the who, the, who then uh, de- demands that a certain department do something. Part of our problem, though.
0: Terry, is that Congress has ceded so much authority to That's these right. agencies to basically create de facto laws?
1: Right. Well, and then, and then they've used these executive orders, executive powers. Exactly. Executive powers have run rampant in this country oh. from, from city councils to the presidency. Yes. And everywhere in between. Yeah. City councils, uh, uh, county commissioners, governors. This is ridiculous. This crap yeah. about executive power, you do not have the executive... Not everything's an emergency. And by the way, if it's an, it can't be an emergency for how many months can it be an emergency? Uh, well, and,
0: and that's... Here's the thing, too. The thing with executive orders and executive, you know, whatever, this has been going on for years like this. Only in the last two years has all of it really... We've If the pandemic has done anything, it's shined a light on a lot of dark corners, that everyone has kind of ignored, you know, supply chain issues, uh, executive orders, the the way government is mismanaged, a lot lot of the waste, it has shined a light on a lot of dark corners. And people are starting to go, wait a minute, why is this going on? Well, how long has this been happening? All of a sudden now more and more people are starting to question some of these things. And I think people that that otherwise would never have paid attention before, now suddenly are paying attention. And they're asking why. And there's we're, no one in the government's being very forthcoming about any of this stuff. I mean, let's just admit it. You don't get a lot of clarity. You don't get a lot of real answers. You get a lot of conjecture. You get fed a lot of, a lot of crap. But you don't get direct answers to a lot of direct questions still. But more people, I think, are starting to ask those questions and that's putting pressure on them to, to come up with answers yeah, at some it, point.
2: So, just something: did you notice the difference between executive order, action, executive action? Doesn't executive action? just Yeah, it's not a big deal. But executive order just sounds pretty. Ominous, and by the way, know? in the history, there has been executive orders:
1: Hitler, Stalin, Pol Pot, yeah. uh, Idi Amin. Yeah, those, those people took executive orders, <laughs> right. and, and and look how that yeah. turned out. Just saying, when you, start, when you start wanting things to go by executive order, you're circumventing, you're wanting to circumvent our system of government, the greatest system of government that has ever existed. The, and, yes, it is hard. Democracy is hard. You're going to have sure. fighting. You're going to have compromise. But that's the whole point behind it because otherwise you could just have executive orders, and we've seen in the past, if history hasn't shown us, what do executive orders lead yeah. to? Dictatorships.
0: This is why our founders set us up, though, as a representative republic, so that we elect people to go and make decisions on our behalf. And if we don't like the decisions they're making, we have the power to fire them. That's right. It's called the ballot box. Now, the problem is, is we don't have enough people taking part in that process. And that brings me up here to something uh, that we've got at the top of our list. Get involved with your local politics or understand who is running in those elections. This is vital. You've got to be involved. And part of our our problem in our society, and you guys tell me if you agree or disagree. I I bet you're going to agree with this, though. We're scared to death to have political discussions with people. We're terrified of it. We've been taught, it's, you know, it's not polite, you shouldn't do it, don't talk politics or religion with anybody because you're just going to start a fight. That attitude toward those conversations has, I think, led us into some really deep and dangerous waters. We have to be able to have conversations about these things. You need to get involved in your politics on a local level, but you need to also understand at the state and federal level what's going on too because crap all runs downhill.
1: Well, here's the thing on this this deal, this topic right here. What people have learned during this pandemic was there are actually people in your city council, your your county commissioner, and things like that that you don't even know. A lot of times, you don't even know their names. You don't really care because ah, you know they're just doing this and that. They can affect your business. That's right. They can affect your livelihood. They can impose if you let them. By the way, you could tell them to piss off, but if you let them, they can impose rules and regulations by, not by passing laws, by the way, right? there are passing ordinances that, that are de facto laws, but they're not really the law of the land. They're just the law of your, of your county or your city. Right. Passing ordinances saying you have to wear a mask, or you can't go outside during a certain time, or you have a curfew, or you, you can't have your business. That's These people are, are making rules and regulations. Yeah. And in the past, we've kind of, I say we as a as a group. I think a lot of people kind of just kind of brush off. It ah, it's just the city, just the county. No, yeah. you've seen what kind of power they actually right. can wield. Well,
0: uh, uh,
2: uh, go ahead. Go I ahead. was going to say they're they're the ones that are going to enforce it directly on there. That the, you're not going to have any Fed showing up and and implementing exactly. any of this. No, it's but gonna but it's going to be your sheriff or your local yeah. police or whatever, and so they're going to be following the orders of your local governments. And so right. just be be careful what you. Who you vote for. And, know and know who you're
0: voting and, for. and be careful what you don't pay attention to, right? right? I mean, you, Absolutely. We, we need to be able to have these political discussions between us, the citizens, the, the people, the voters, your, your family, your friends, your coworkers. We need to be able to have these discussions. And I think that the way that you can have the discussion is first of all, all the parties involved in the discussion need to first come to this agreement that we're not going to agree on everything. Mm-hmm. We're going to disagree. We're not going to see either. Trace Roll and I have known each other for 30, 35 years. We don't agree on everything. No. We're we're pretty we're pretty damn close on we, we agree on the major you're 90% right. But, percent of but stuff maybe. Times and we've been on the air
1: together and we've had disagreements. But we here's the thing. We disagree without being disagreeable. Yeah. The whole point is that's the thing. Same thing with Terry. Yeah. Terry hasn't agreed with me or with you on every little thing. It doesn't matter. That's good. Yeah. That's healthy discussion because it doesn't mean we're gonna get into a pissing contest. Yeah, we didn't end up out in the parking lot it. with pistols
0: at thirty no, paces, you know. No, it, like that.
1: It's it's because it's a respect. The fact of the matter is, what you need to do is everybody needs to respect that when somebody has an opinion, that's their opinion. You don't have to agree with it, but respect that that's their opinion.
0: But it's we we first, I think you have to first start from the standpoint that you know we're human, we've got differences. It doesn't matter you're tall, short, fat, skinny, black, white, brown, from Minnesota or Texas or California or New Jersey. It doesn't matter. We're all different, every one of us. And we're going to have – we're not going to agree on 100% of everything all the time. So if you can start from that viewpoint, then I think you can have rational conversations about it. And, and I know this is a cliché term anymore, but agree to disagree. You're just going to have to.
1: Well, what we used to use the term when I was on the school board, and what we used <coughs> the term is we can disagree without being disagreeable. Yeah. and it, yeah. It, it's, it's, it, You can disagree with each other, yeah. and you can argue and fight, but in, in in or debate, I don't fight, but debate. But don't be disagreeable about it. And in the end, in the end, when a decision is made, it's a majority decision, yeah. And we're going with it. And 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 I was proud of what I was proud of because I, hey, I was on the losing end of several votes. But I'm telling you, when I walked out there, and the first thing that happened is one of the local news stations put a camera and a microphone in my face. I said, "This is the decision that the board made, and I support the decision." Yeah. I, I've already said in there what I why why I disagreed with the decision before yeah, the vote. Yeah. But once the vote was made and yes I voted against it or whatnot,
0: right. But but the yeah, decision the stands
1: and I and, and I stand behind the decision because that's what the majority rule was.
0: Well so what do you, what do we think uh of all the things that have happened this year, what each of you guys, what what stands out as the most significant development this year or happening this year? Oh
2: goodness. Uh I th- I think that, I mean, it's one of the topics I have on the list of tech related ones, but yeah. we'll go ahead and talk about it. Yeah. Is that with uh, them banning on Facebook uh, and Twitter and YouTube banning Trump yeah. from uh, being well, able social to platforms, use those yeah. platforms, right. right. So I think that's a big, big deal. And I think, obviously, that le- any legislation that come out of that to restrict. Tie the hands of yeah. those platforms, because you know, I know where you stand on it. I, for the most yeah. part, agree with you. I think about that these platforms have become the public square. They have, and the, and I think the part, and you'll know specifically of the issues on it. But, yeah. but by, you've got as a publisher, you have certain responsibilities right. and privileges, right. and as a, uh, as a <coughs> certain platform of just, uh, right, you know, if you can say who can. Ca- uh, stay and who can go then you've got yeah. editorial control you do and with that you then you can be held responsible for things that you do um, but they're wanting the best of both worlds they want to be able to do whatever they want allow anything they want um and but, but restrict but restrict them. what people yeah. can say on their own platforms i think yeah. you know and and that's where the, and the, and plus the government is behind in some ways because they're supporting a lot of the they they're, they're a lot of the, I mean, yeah. the COVID, I mean, you're seeing COVID, every doggone message, oh, if the word COVID or, or is mentioned in a video, you don't have to, it doesn't have to have text. Right. And that's why pop, a lot of people are using yeah. code words. You Throw know? a warning on it. Right, there's a warning. Like, hey, Be aware, yeah. there's, you know, it's like, God, I'm just tired of this. But anyway, the, 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 the censorship, mm-hmm. and that is not, in the purest sense, it's not um, censorship from the government at this point, right. although we think there's some involvement there but it is a censorship for sure but it's a private platform that's doing it yeah. so far yeah. but there's such ties in with what the government's mandating that's the other thing is that yeah. that, that's where it gets they're into it. the yeah. government is saying look facebook twitter you guys need yeah. to clean up your act and of course now they're doing it obviously well now okay so and
0: now everything that they disagree with in terms of an opinion is being labeled misinformation right. we're combating misinformation yes so, if you fact don't checker. agree
1: with it. Oh, my goodness. Oh I mean, God, fact, checkers. fact checkers. Everybody's checkers.
0: a fact checker now. yes, yeah, some, some, some damn dumbass sitting in mom or dad's basement eating Eat Twinkies Cheetos, and, Cheetos yeah. and, you know, some little fat freak that's got no, no sense of, of, of social uh, skills whatsoever. That's, that's what I envision the damn fact checkers looking like and being like. It's just some, yeah. you know, somebody that's, that's very disconnected from society. How do you how do you combat that? How do we how do we push back on that really? These guys control the flow of information and news and the exchange of ideas now. They com- they, they completely control it. Break them up.
1: I I I think there's a monopoly now. I think Facebook's gotten to the point where it's a monopoly and I think it's time I think it's time for the federal government but to step thing. in and break them so, up. So
0: so do you think maybe the move uh, on Zuckerberg's part with the meta move. Yeah. yeah. Do you think maybe that was him trying to get out in front of that? Absolutely. They see the writing on oh, the wall. That
1: they're running commercials all the time about, you know, Hey, this is Lily. She works for Facebook and she's a content, uh, you know, filter or whatever oh, the God. hell they call them. And they, they have this whole discussion. Like it's a real serious discussion of, oh. well, we want the federal government to come up with these rules and stuff like that. No, uh-huh. I, I think it's time. I think it's time to break them up. I'm, I'm not big on the federal government getting involved, but the fact of the matter is, if we're going to have monopolies and we're going to break up, if we're not going to allow Ma Bell to happen, how can we allow Facebook to happen? And we've already seen that Facebook basically was able to influence a major election. Now, I'm not saying that that Biden wouldn't have won without the Facebook influence. But the fact of the matter is, when Hunter Biden's laptop was found (laughs) and all that came out and it was completely squashed off social media, Facebook did, in some sense, protect Joe Biden from, from showing the, the corruption that had been in his past, and that being said, that could have been the difference in swinging the election. I don't know, but it damn sure you, even Stevie Wonder could have seen that it, it had something to do with the election.
0: Yeah, they, yeah. they, definitely, they definitely had influence. a lot of influence and sway in it. No question about that. But when you've become that pipeline, for the flow of information, ideas, and opinions. When you become that major pipeline for that, now all of a sudden you have control of what's going through that pipeline and you can squash anything you want to squash. And, and this is, you know, the, the days of people running home and watching the 530 national news, they're not doing that. Right here, this is where everybody's getting their information now. They're getting, I just set my watch off. They're they, they're. The smartphone... Your Apple Watch. The Apple Watch, yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> For Mac Tech Solutions. Yes.
0: <laughs> and the, 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 uh, every, your, your news, national, even your, a lot of your local news now, you're getting it through your device, and you're getting, you're getting connected to that information through a Facebook or a Twitter or an Instagram. There's some social media platform between you and that information or that news feature something that's how you're getting there
2: well even well it's impractical to go to each app yes cuz each right. you know fox news has an app nbc right. msnbc abc everybody has an app however it's funneled and you're getting it you're, you're yeah. it's all
1: aggregated onto I, these platforms
0: so i was going to say well, now they're an aggregator of this information
1: well okay. didn't didn't haven't we proven that they can shut anybody down cuz wasn't there this thing called parlor that was coming out, oh, and yeah. basically, well, it got shut down by Amazon. Well,
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: so because Amazon a, a, is also a huge platform,
1: which is another part of my exactly. Yeah.
2: Parlor was being hosted that.
0: on their servers. You, yep. you,
1: you get a point. And That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You get these massive, powerful entities that can shut people down and Show control business. So, my, my biggest to answer your question, my biggest year in review mm-hmm. thing was uh, looking back, and it's it's more of a, a total thing. It's the incompetence of the Biden administration. And, and when I mean that, and I'm not being, I'm not being partisan here, by the way, and because if you're a Democrat and you think that the Biden administration, if you think that Joe Biden is sound of mind and you think Kamala Harris has done a good job, you're a dumbass. <laughs> I will look straight in the camera. You are a dumbass. If you really believe in your heart of hearts, you're an idiot. Because the fact of the matter is Joe Biden, we've seen as he's gotten on the national stage, duly elected, by the way, he was yeah. elected, he's the president, as yeah. he's gotten on the national stage, we've seen the decline, the rapid decline, of of uh, his, co- his cognitive abilities. Okay? Yes, and then we've <clears throat> seen what how incompetent Kamala Harris is oh, yeah. as a politician. She is incompetent, and I think those two things. That's possibly the biggest story of the of the of the year, in my opinion. Uh, this outside of COVID, I guess, even though COVID ties in because of their incompetence of dealing with the COVID.
0: I think the Democratic Party has demonstrated um, through their actions and their treatment of her, their reactions to her, they don't respect, they don't respect Kamala Harris. They don't like her. They don't respect her. It must be because she's her. a
1: minority and she's a woman too, by the way.
0: She, well. She, you know, it's
1: because you're an idiot. It's because you're incompetent. That's
0: why. She checked a lot of boxes. That's, that's all she did. She checked a lot of boxes. But they don't like her. They don't trust her. They don't respect her. And I think they've made it abundantly clear that they don't. I, I think when you look at how, her performance in the primary, when she was trying to get the nomination for president, I mean, she was the bottom of the list, man. Yeah.
2: Well, now, so that's, my, that's a question that's a, probably a topic for another show. But if our system mm-hmm. of politics allows this to happen and it's the best in the world, what the heck? The hell's the worst if this happens, like. yeah. What? Oh my oh gosh. God. What? So, I mean, what? <sighs> what? What is the way to, to solve solve? That's just a question. Well, uh, I, I think
0: people being more engaged. Well, well, well number, number one. Sorry about that. Number one, I think that that. Um, oh shut up! I think what you have to do is, first of all, you you and I. You got to
1: turn your phone off on two different things. That, yeah. <laughs> you got to turn
0: turn your phone down. You got to turn your watch down. He's gonna have
1: his implant next time. We'll have to turn it down as
0: well. I'll just focus and turn it off.
2: <laughs> Musk will uh, provide the yeah.
0: chip. You know. I've already, I've already, he already has an implant,
1: but it's on the other end. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they, 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 told me my ass needed help. So yeah. anyway, um, sorry. The, the whole, <clears throat> you and I, the voters, we have to, and, and this goes right back to the part about being involved in your local politics. Know who's running. You and I have to get involved, as we mentioned earlier, in the conversations. We have to have the conversations first of all, but we also have to educate ourselves. There's a responsibility that falls on us, the voter. Um, and we're going to we're going to get into this here in, in, a, in a minute about the local schools. I think we're we're going to maybe mention that briefly, um, we, because this has a tie to that. Um, you know, here we have to be engaged and involved. We have to educate ourselves. There has to be a responsibility on us to to play a role in the decision-making, but know who we're, know who we're electing, know who we're voting for, have an understanding. Don't just take some sound bites off television or off social media or anywhere else and let that be the determining factor on who you're going to support. Actually be able to identify these people and have some understanding of their background, their history. Their skill sets and their ability to lead.
1: You, you know, the number one thing I think that could that could change all of this, term limits. Uh, yeah. I the number totally one thing. Agree. I know the president already has term limits. Totally agree. But Biden, for instance, Biden has been in in Washington D.C. for fifty some odd years.
0: Uh, and, yeah. He shouldn't be there. No, he shouldn't be. No, nobody. Well, I mean, he should no. have
1: had a chance to be the president coming right out of Congress like that, or coming no. right off the heels of a vice president from Congress to vice president, and just keep coasting through. So. I think the number one thing we could do is enact term limits. That would help a lot. That's not going to solve the problem. We have, it would help the problem.
0: We have too many people in political office at every level that have made a career out of politics.
1: But see, like locally, there are term limits. In Wichita right. Falls, Texas, where, we're, where it's a town of 100,000 people, a small city of 100,000 people, there's term limits on the mayor. There's That's term right. limits on city council. True. It's true. So, so why, why can't you do term limits? I mean, if you're going to do term limits on your local politicians, why can't you do it on your national politicians? I,
0: I think, though, at the national scale, the only way we're ever going to get it done, and I mean codified, is we're going to have to do it through an Article 5 Convention of States, unfortunately. And, and that brings some dangers, that, and that's a, whole, that's a whole other topic for a whole other show right there because yeah. that, that's a deep discussion. When you start getting into Article 5, that gets into some deep territory. I think it's the only way we're going to get it done simply because these guys are never going to limit themselves. They're not going to kill their own golden goose. My God, it's a, it's a payday and a half up there being in Congress for 30, 40 years. Does, does it not dawn on anybody? How, do, how the hell does somebody get elected to Congress, say at the age of 40, and by the time they're 70, they're a multi, multi, multi millionaire yep. and the only thing they've done in 3 decades or more is serving government. Was
2: so what about has anybody gone back and looked at Robert Byrd and even our uh, uh Strom Thurmond on the oh Republican side God. and and who are these others that were been in there, that were in there for years
0: and yes. years
1: how, are, were they millionaires
0: on the left? And they had I mean, some pretty, pretty salacious ties, too. I mean, they were just not good stuff.
1: I think one of the things that you could stop, I mean, I know it's a little off topic, but since, you're, since you kind of opened that door, I think one of the things you could stop, could uh, curb some of that is, if, you go elect, if you're if you elected to Congress, you should be required to put anything into a blind trust. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. whereas that's exactly what Mitt Romney did, because people were talking about Mitt Romney Mitt Romney had to put everything in a blind trust. That's right. Donald Trump had to put everything in a blind trust, which yeah. a blind trust, by the way, means it's blind. You can't see it. You can't influence it. Right. You can't have any, any
0: uh, say over it. You're not in control of it.
1: You're not in control of it. And so I'm not saying that you should not be able to invest. I mean, you know, anybody sure. should be allowed to invest. But it's, you go, here's, I'm investing $50,000 this <sighs> year. And that's it. It's investing. Yeah. And, and you have no control. You have no say-so and all that. And to me, once again, that would stop some of this bullshit.
0: I, I, think, I think it could have a deep impact on it. But, you know, I, I, I want to circle back for a second here on to – I want to do a Jen Saki here and circle back with you. <laughs> uh, to
1: You don't have the peppermint patty haircut, uh, though. I,
0: I, what, you know what? Now I can never unsee that. I can never watch a Peanuts cartoon again and not see her. That's right. Never. You know, Is she, Isn't she the one that always yanks the football?
1: No, that's Lucy. Is that
0: Lucy? Okay. Yeah.
1: The intellectual.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure about Jan being intellectual well, at all. With it. <laughs> <laughs> <Let's>, don't <laughs> give her any more credit than we need to. Um, on, on, the, on a local level, like with the schools, um, there's a big controversy here right now over the naming of two new high schools. And the names that were chosen, they took the soft route here, in my opinion. Wichita Falls Memorial High School and Wichita Falls Legacy High School.
2: They just so, so in, so similar. It's
0: they went with a very vanilla, plain. They 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 tried to the least confrontational. In, I, I this is what I think in the minds of the board. This was the least confrontational approach. Maybe this was a way to, to dissipate, any controversies about names. And all it did was create even more controversy because now. There's a petition drive underway to save Wichita Falls High School, or Old High, as we call it locally, as as a a name and as a a namesake and as a a legacy in itself.
1: You know. Okay, here's my two cents on this. People need to grow up. You're grown ass people. Who gives a shit? I'm sick. I'm serious. (laughs) These grown people, these grown people that are crying over mascots and stuff like that. You're grown.
0: You're out of high school. Who cares? Well, here's my point. From the beginning there was an understanding and it was stated very clearly. We will not be carrying the Ryder High School, the Wichita Falls High School mascots and colors and, right. and legacies over to the new high exactly. schools. That will not these will be brand new schools yes. with brand new names, brand new mascots, mm-hmm. brand new everything. We're starting from scratch That's right. with this. And that was clearly stated from the beginning. Absolutely. Yeah. And I will and I, I will give them credit. The, the naming committee, the school board, everybody involved in this chain was very clear, I think, from the beginning that that was the intention. Now, all of a sudden, we got a bunch of people with their panties in a knot over
1: this Because they're grown, they're grown children. They're adults that need to be adults and quit worrying I, about high school days. High school's over. And if it was your best days, I'm sorry. That's, <laughs> that's your life. But the fact of the matter is, I... I, 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 I it, Boggles my mind, but you, but but these it was grown adults who who have to admire themselves in this bullshit. There these was names. An, there
0: was an understanding from the beginning that this is what was going to happen.
1: That was, that, was the, that was what was laid out. Now, this is how
0: it's going to be. Now, I think again, I think they took a very soft approach. Run for school board if you don't like it. With the yeah, I think they took a very yes. soft approach in the naming. You know, I think they they tried to go such a safe route that they actually created more controversy around it. But the controversy is developing in a way and and for reasons that shouldn't exist. You were told from the beginning. Here's the thing. I can understand if you're, and I'm speaking to the local audience here, the hyper-local audience here, I can understand if if you're mad about the names. I don't like them either. Now, I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't pay taxes in the Wichita Falls ISD. I don't have any skin in this game. None. I don't have a dog in this fight really. But and as much as I disagree with shutting down Hershey as a high school, I understand the why. I get the I get the economics and the mechanics around it. Yeah, you I have to. I get that.
1: It had to happen. I don't
0: like it, but I get it. But you were told from the beginning we're not carrying those names and those legacies and those colors and those mascots over to the new schools. That was plainly and clearly stated. Now that's what the fight is centered around, is the Wichita Falls High School legacy, the coyote mascot, the, the black and the red colors. It, it's, all, it's all built around that. The controversy is now built, is centering around that. And, and I, I think, personally, all of this could have been averted from the beginning if they had chosen to honor someone in the community, some persons in the community, by naming the high schools after them. And I think if you had gone through with the naming committee, and and maybe that maybe those were considerations at one point. I don't know.
1: Yeah, they were, they were all they every suggestion that was brought in brought to the naming committee. Yeah,
0: I think you could have gone, and if you had named them after prominent, influential, important persons in the community, I think you could have shut down a lot of this debate.
1: I disagree with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you because I've been involved as a, as a school board member of naming elementary school And the names of when it when it came to naming them after people right. that was the most divisive uh controversy that we've w- that we've seen because people it's well I agree this is a prominent individual but that's not my prominent individual and this is a prominent that's not my prominent individual yeah. and and I think it would have caused more chaos and more controversy than it, the names that are now well, that's and my point and
0: I don't know if there's anybody around that can still around that can directly ad- and accurately address this, but how much controversy was there when they built John H. Hershey High School?
1: Well, and not they, much because John H. Hershey, the, the Hershey family, donated the land. That's yeah. why. Okay.
0: And, yeah. and S.H. Ryder High School, that's named after a person. Yeah,
1: that one I don't know. I, but, but the Hershey okay. family and the West Foundation, when the elementary school was named West Foundation, that mm-hmm. was d- donated because it was donated. That they, the people donated the money and the land to build that, to build that, a- that facility. As I understand,
0: S.H. Ryder High School is named after a former Wichita Falls High School principal.
1: Yeah, I believe so. And I don't know what the controversy is. That didn't was start a fight?
0: Yeah. But this does?
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. But I, I can tell you, when Scotland Park and Southern Hills were, were built, there was all kinds of names. Otis Polk, uh, Luis Rodriguez. I mean, I don't remember yeah, all. There was yeah. Merle Anthony. There were so many names. Yeah. And people had, they were dug in because this is my person. Right. This is my favorite person. Yeah. And, well, and it it, go, it went to so many different directions yeah, so I, yeah.
0: well, I don't have a
1: problem with the names of the high schools because I don't care one way or another uh, I mean I and, and by the way, I pay taxes in the WFISD so i uh, I don't vote in the WFISD, but I do pay taxes and i'm just I, I, I'm fine with it you know
0: I'm fine with it. I think it I'm proud of the fact that they were finally able to just get it done. I think the community needs the new high schools. Um, I think they will benefit us economically as well as educationally. I think in the long term, I think there's a long-term payoff to building these new high schools. And you're going to build two, two new buildings that are going to be solid for the next 75 years, maybe 100 years. You know, they're going to have, a, 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 I think, more useful life than the old facilities had.
1: Well, sure, and the technology, the building technology is oh, different. Yeah. The way they build things, you know, at one time, like when Wichita Falls High School was built or any of the yeah. old elementary schools, it was a box with little boxes in it. It's right. basically what you did. You built yeah. a box with and built little yeah. boxes inside. A little different. And now they have flexible space. They can move walls. It's not all, you know, uh, cinder block concrete walls that you can't right. move.
0: Right. Well, so now uh, moving on here to uh, the Build Back Better plan. This is another thing that, that has engulfed us for the entire year. We have already seen a, um, trillions of dollars in new spending this year as a result of all this stuff. And Joe Manchin, uh, senator from Virginia or West, West Virginia. Virginia, West Virginia, basically uh, Rosie he, O'Donnell's
1: he, favorite state, by the way.
0: Oh my god! Or was god. it Whoopi Goldberg? One, one of them had to one walk
1: it back. No, Joe Joy Behar, one of those idiots had to walk that. Back. No, no, one it was right. it was Bett Midler. Bette Midler. I knew one of the dumbasses
0: shot her mouth off yeah. about it. Yeah, and she yeah she had to walk it back quick. Uh, but Joe Manchin, along with a little help from a couple of other Democrats, Kristen Sinema being one of them. Um, they were able to shut down the Build Back Better plan for the time being. Now, my prediction is is that yeah, we're at the end of 2021, and this is a dead this three and a half trillion dollar spending bill is a dead horse for now. My prediction is is they're going to come back in January or February with a revised. Probably slightly cheaper version of this bill. They're gonna go in, they're gonna carve out a few things, but they're gonna come back with another and they're not gonna call it build back better. They're gonna come up with another name. They're gonna rebrand it. They're gonna have to. You're
1: gonna call it build back better-er.
0: <laughs> better or better or they're gonna come back with another plan. It's gonna be it's it's gonna be another trillion dollar plus pile of of, of bullshit again. Okay? And they're going, to, they're going to push, and they're going to push as hard as they can. They've got about nine or ten months to really ramrod this stuff through. And then it's over. We get to the midterms next year, it's done. They're done. It, it's cooked. How many Democrats have announced this year they're not, going to, they're not going to seek re-election for their seats? A lot. I think we're up to like nine or ten for sure.
1: Yeah, and, and, and some of them are, are like committee chairs and stuff like that, too. And they're just walking
0: away. So they know they're on borrowed time in 2022, and so even though this year, this has now died, they're going to come back with another version. They're going to rebrand it as something else. It's going to have maybe a slightly smaller price tag, but it's still going to be a trillion and a half. I'm going to predict at least a trillion and a half, maybe $2 trillion, and they're going to push as hard as they can. I think they'll probably engage in a nationwide campaign, a physical campaign nationwide to get people to support this because they're going to try to convince you there's no way in hell your life can move forward without it. That's what I think is going to happen.
1: I, I think that's a good call.
0: I so. think the other thing big this year, and, we, and we're, going to, we're going to move on here because I know Terry wants Terry, to hear Terry's a Terry's got a lot of here. tech stuff. But real quick, uh, the other big thing is gas prices. Look at what's happened to gas prices at the pump. We have seen double-digit increases year over year, uh, we, we, you know like a 58 59% run-up in gasoline prices. Now they're talking about oil touching $100 a barrel in 2022, which is going to be really bad for the small producers. When that price comes crashing back down to earth, and it will, who gets pinched the hardest in that fall? It's the small, independent producers. It's not the Texacos or the Conicos or the whoever co's you know, the BPs or whoever the hell's around now. Those big guys, their pockets are so deep and so wide, they can weather they can weather a 30, 40% drop in prices. They can weather through it. But the small independent producers can't. They get hurt every single Well, they're already getting hurt now because the cost of getting that oil out of the ground is incredibly high. It's, it's getting more, more expensive,
1: yeah. And as, as, as the price of the barrel of the, goes up, the competition for those people, there's only so many people out That's there right. who are well loggers and, and roughnecks, and there's only so many people who can do they those can do jobs. The job, yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that can go work on an oil rig, but, I mean, as far as the, the technical side of the, the oil rig, it's there's only so of, many people, and they're yeah. going to demand more and more. And like you said, the smaller producers won't be able to pay those.
0: Well, guys, I mean, I mean and I think we all, we all agree on this. A- again, we go back to the beginning of the year when the president killed the Keystone Pipeline Project and shut down a lot of this domestic drilling. Now we're putting ourselves in a position of creating shortages that are forcing prices. I mean. It, It's economics 101. When your supply is low and your demand is high, prices are going to go up. It's going to happen. And now we've squeezed our supply so damn tight, and demand is still pretty strong. But what's going to happen is, I think $3.15 a gallon is kind of the magic marker. That's kind of the magic number. We get beyond $3 a gallon. You start thinking, you start rethinking your choices. Okay, do I really need to take this vacation this year? Do we really need to travel to see grandma this year? Do we really need to do this? Do we, and you, then you start reallocating funds in your budget because your your household income ain't going up, but your costs are. So you start reallocating because you've got to put gas in that car or that truck. You've got to get to work. you got You got to run your business, whatever it is you do you still got to buy fuel, so you're going to start reallocating dollars from other places to make sure you can still buy that fuel, right. even if it's $4 a gallon, $5 a gallon, as it already is on the West Coast. You're, you're going to buy that fuel, but you're going to start pulling money away from other aspects of the economy. And what does that do? That puts a drain. We saw this happen back in 08-09 when gas prices shot to $4 plus per gallon on, on an average nationally, and oil was $130-whatever a barrel. And what happened? All those inflationary pressures and all of those pressures that were put on other aspects of the economy that depend on fuel and travel and consumer spending all got squeezed oil crashes. And not only
1: that, then you also have the additional pressure. You have the additional pressure of, um, of the, the, tra- the transportation costs because truckers, it's not like, Terry's going to pay four dollars a gallon for gas for his for his fuel, but the truckers only get paid two bucks a gallon. That's right. They pay for four dollars a gallon as well, so it, that increases the inflation of now your pair of blue jeans is higher. Well, your shipping is already
2: much higher than it was exactly. a year ago. Oh yeah. Yeah. my
1: gosh, it is
2: yeah. it is significant. What I mean, you used to be able to do like a two day delivery for thirty bucks, thirty five bucks. Now that's oh. ground. And then uh, to get it, it's almost hundred dollars in many cases yeah. to get right. like two day, and then overnight it's 150 hundred and fifty for something small. Well, and
0: it, like in, in your in your cases, you know, you, you guys both, you don't just sell retail products to the public, but you also service products. Mm-hmm. You service all Apple products. You service Polaris and Honda and Kawasaki and all this stuff that comes into your shop. If you've got a customer that brings a device or a machine in that needs a part, you got to have it. They need it fixed. You got so you're going to have to pay that extra shipping to get it here in a day or two or three, and you're going to have to pass that on to the, to the sure. customer. You can't you can't eat those excess charges forever. You know I, I don't know why some people and there are people out here who think that you know, if you're a business, well uh, yeah okay it's costing you more. Well you just write it off. You no. can't write everything off. Yeah, well, no,
2: but it comes. <laughs> okay. with, it takes when you write something off.
0: You're still got to buy it. That's right. <laughs> That's right. It's
1: not like it's free. Exactly. You know? yeah. So it,
0: it, people have so many misconceptions about how this has to you work. Did,
1: you know, you, last shipment you got from Apple, you didn't open up the box. They had a bunch of extra stuff laying in there. Did no. that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. No invoice or anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, they're they not. Just they're just not throw in bonus. Yeah. yeah. They don't. They don't send you uh, ten computers and, and, a, and a wad of cash with it. Yeah. yes. They do
1: send you a baker's dozen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I can get one free. <laughs> yeah. no, no, that, well, that way. all right. So, we've we got a number of things tick. tech related from yeah. this year we want to talk well, about. Yeah.
2: And it'll touch on various aspects of things anyway. Yep. So, well, the first one we mentioned it earlier. So, Trump was banned from the internet back in yep. January after yep. the January 6th. <laughs> yeah. You say January 6th, and everybody knows what yep. that means. And, um, and now
0: he's launching his own platform.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He's done. Yeah. So, but he was banned from uh, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Yeah. Initially, it was, you know, like just an initial, hey, we're going to uh, hold you off for a little bit and just put you in the timeout, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, that they the made it permanent. Now, at least from Facebook and Trump is suspended until at least January 2023. So the other wow. platforms, I don't know that they've uh, announced when he can come back, wow. but he's making his own. So we'll see how that goes. I don't think he cares. At uh, this point. Now, do you remember? Okay. We've all heard of GameStop. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. right. Do you remember what happened earlier this year with GameStop?
1: Yeah, there was some sort of a – uh, somebody started buying all their, their stock and selling all their stock, and they basically manipulated the stock. Right. Not yeah. GameStop, but somebody, right. some outside so, investor manipulated all the well,
2: stock. Making, well, here's, uh, making big money in stocking, stock trading is usually the domain of hedge funds and professional stock traders, mm-hmm. right? So, But uh, back – apparently there were a bunch of people in Wall Street, the professionals, were thinking they were trying to uh, sell, end up selling short. So they right, wanted right. to, basically, they wanted GameStop to go down. They wanted to right. take a loss. Well, yeah. the the wind of that got uh, onto the Internet, and people went and started buying them GameStop, and which caused the price to go up
1: 140%, which caused those investors
2: to lose a lot of money.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, w- wasn't it a group of people? There was somebody that was kind of behind it, uh, yeah, it, 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 was, it was there was somebody who was kind of at the center of, of making all that happen. I don't remember the name. Yeah, of Yeah, it. but it was on
2: social media. Basically, what it, the idea
1: is, is that it proves that social media
2: can you can put together and join forces and make something happen. Right. And, yeah. and it's crowd crowd, not crowd funded necessarily, but crowd sourced. Yes. Information here, and it went out, and and now I imagine some of those people ended up losing some money as well. But I'm they, sure. So yeah. and they may a lot of people probably didn't know what they were getting into. But yeah. anyway, just something to think about that uh, you know, because we always hear about you know, when Elon Musk speaks or yeah. some big you know CEO somewhere so, says something uh, yeah. a, for a stock or a Bitcoin or you know something like yeah, that. Yeah, like Elon you know, Elon Musk right. raised
1: the price of some Bitcoin or Do- some Doge. Cri- was it so Dogecoin? No, huh? no, it was a cryptocurrency that's named after like his dog or something. Well, that was Doge coin. Doge,
2: Doge, Doge. Is that what it was? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but it went
1: up yep. because Elon Musk made some big deal. Right. About it. Okay.
2: So that anyway. So that that's something. Uh, remember, uh, was the GameStop. Here boy. Here boy.
1: Um, and what about
2: Apple and oh. Facebook's argument over privacy? Remember that became a oh, big yeah. deal. Uh, they yeah. so uh, Apple basically was coming out with an update for the iOS uh, no. and so that was no. going to opt make you opt in whether you want a certain app to track you uh, across different platforms okay and Never. so 90 plus percent of us said no, no. we don't don't want to do that and so facebook was like but oh you're going they had a big campaign how this mm-hmm. is going to ruin your Facebook experience yep. or something. And I, and I think that's all kind of settled down a little bit. Well, a couple of things. One is it's not as bad as what Facebook was making it out to be, and it also wasn't as good as what Apple right. really said. Because the truth is they can still track you in other ways. It's just that Apple has such a presence on you know so many phones that they were able to have some influence over that. But in the end, it's better, but it's still not perfect by any means. Um, oh, so remember McAfee, the software? Uh, yeah. the, the, very the very well. Well, very do you remember well. John McAfee died in June, and he was found in a prison cell dead. He was under... Right, yeah, he, yeah, was, he, was, yeah. he was... He was basically had been arrested and was under uh, investigation for a lot of different charges in the U.S. and was about to uh, be extradited to the U.S. Yeah, he was somewhere yeah. in a foreign country. Yep, he was in yeah. Spain. and That's right. um That's he he right. uh, basically was found dead, and so they're ruling it as a suicide, but his ex-wife or wife or something anyways was thinking, no, something's up here. So anyway, just, just remember that that was back in June. He was 75, um, but he was a crazy dude. He was a weird dude. Yeah. So that, that's a whole nother discussion, but
1: um, he, he had one of those Jeffrey Epstein suicides. huh? Yep. Yeah.
2: So, uh, and then what did we see this year uh, with space flight?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. We had
2: uh, oh, basically had some billionaires, you know, Seeing who can do it better. Yeah. Uh, but you had Richard Branson, Elon Musk, and Jeff Bezos uh, all go up and and and. Well, I guess Elon didn't go yet, but. Uh, no,
1: I but think he was on the what? Musk on the first flight. Was he? Did he? Go? I believe he was. I believe it was he and his brother and somebody else. Oh wow. I believe but, that's but, correct. Well, okay. no,
0: it was Jeff, Jeff Bezos and his brother. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, maybe,
1: okay. Yeah. I had it backwards. You're right. And there was a,
0: yeah. a, a female. Um, Astronaut, I guess, or, or some lady. Some, yeah, it wasn't lady a bus, It and, was
1: Bezos. I, at, it, somebody had
0: gone up. I think okay. at that point, both the oldest and youngest person ever in space yeah. went up. And then, well, and then William
1: Shatner went and yeah, up. And then William, William, Shatner. and then William
0: Shatner, who's 174, yeah. uh, went up. <laughs> I
1: wonder and, if he, he got up there and shat Shatner in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, that, so
2: this was uh, basically kind of, I guess it's making, uh, kind of commemorating that commercial flight, space flight, is actually viable and yeah. is, is happening. So we're, we're doing that. Um, let's see. And then, uh, related to that, Jeff Bezos has stepped down as CEO of Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he was doing other things he, he's going to pursue. Yeah. And so yeah. we're just, uh, this, anyway, so Same. that's interesting. Uh, in April, the air tag was released, and, and that in of itself has created a big controversy. But here's the interesting thing. There, there were already trackers out there. Sure. Apple, if anything, Apple's got a better tracker in many ways, mm-hmm. but it's, it, I guess the fact that there are more, so Tile was probably the big one. Right. right. And right. you had to opt in on the Tile network, uh-huh. and you happened to have to have Tile first, and you had to have and then opt in on your phone, whether it be Android or uh, or Apple right um, and then um, it, and it it works and it's okay, but when Apple came out with their air tags, there are so many more of us who have iPhones who don't already you don't have to be basically have a a, a device or have an air tag to share air tag information right. mm-hmm. so the fact that there's so many devices out there that they were able to um, they've got a network of devices that are already out there, and right. so now when you put that so there, people have been tracking people. They've been throwing, uh, or with a magnet or something, putting an air tag on the in the bumper or the uh, wheel well of your car. And so there've been oh. in Texas, we've had some people doing that. So, but that kind of thing was going on before yeah. any of this technology so, existed, right? So that was but, happening. Yeah. So anyway, just that yeah. was released in April, um, the Colonial Pipeline attack. Mm-hmm. Um, when when so we saw yeah. an increase, a marked increase in mm-hmm. the number of cyber attacks. And so that was a big deal, but Colonial Pipeline being one of those, and then um, now, did you ever remember Project Pegasus? Mm-hmm. So there's some software uh, by a company in Israel called uh, NSO Group, and the software is called Pegasus, and they were selling that to governments. Mm-hmm. And in theory, I guess they were saying, "Well, we're selling it to just nice governments." Yes. <laughs> well, eh, whatever. And those some of those nice governments were actually tracking journalists and diplomats, lawyers, yeah. people who are political <sighs> opponents. I mean, there are all kinds of yeah. things. And this is expensive software. It's very highly technical, and it's very difficult to do. But, but if you have this software, even an iPhone can be compromised. And so more recently, Apple has gotten with this. Now, there's Project Pegasus, who is uh, the – there's an organization called Forbidden Stories, and they're forbiddenstories.org, and you, you might go
1: check that out. Um, but in any case, better be careful. To don't do ForbiddenStories.com. because
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I can
1: imagine it's probably a different. May, I'm just it guessing, maybe
2: yeah. So, but in any case, there's uh, so you, you might mean, really see something you can't see. I'm just yeah. guessing, not that I would know. But no.
1: <laughs>
2: so you, if you go, um, basically, Apple has has gotten the information, um, and they leaked. A, there was a bunch of uh, reports that were leaked, and Apple has gotten with the that organization and they're, they're actually notifying you if you happen to be one of those people and they know you're being tracked. So that, yeah. that's a good thing. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, see this technology using one technology against another technology. So good could be used for bad and then we have to have something to counter that. It's a cat and mouse game. So, mm-hmm. um, and more, uh, let's see, ransomware. We talked, oh, so just lots and lots of ram- ransomware. Um, I was yeah. trying to see if there's any, but governments were hit. I mean, uh, companies, uh, managed service providers—you know, the people like yeah. us that that do provide IT services. But well, Ter- um, I
0: think it's safe to say, Terry, the more connected we become, the yeah. more the more vulnerable we of course,
2: become. Yeah, absolutely. But then yeah. that's yeah. where, yeah, again, it's a cat and mouse game. But we're getting better. And and. The, but how the-
0: much more connected can we get? I can buy a damn refrigerator now. <laughs> that literally, I can I can look inside the refrigerator while I'm at the store and see what I'm out of. I that's mean. Right. It- yeah. And I don't, I don't it's need so, that much organization At some point, your refrigerator will
1: go to the store and buy it, buy the stuff Hold itself. It Maybe that'll be the most. Oh,
2: we've
0: you already got it. Rosie the Robot. Yeah. That's <laughs> already here. I mean, that's... Yeah.
1: So, uh,
2: okay, right to repair has become a big deal now. Uh, in the automotive uh, industry, y'all went through this years ago with right to repair. That's right. why you can go to your dealer and buy any part you need from the manufacturer is because... There have been years ago. The the, the automotive industry went through this. Is my understanding? You know to more 10 about years.
1: The, Up to ten years. 10 what does years. that mean? In other words, you, you only they only have to go back to ten years. So they only have to provide ten years. Ten worth years. Of parts. For, okay. 10 years worth but they
2: also opened it up for third party parts to be right. made as well yeah. but aftermarket right, right. aftermarket yeah. um, it, well that's been sort of a big deal in the technology industry especially with mm-hmm. Tesla and with Apple mm-hmm. with uh, any of these manufacturers mm-hmm. of these phones and, and mm-hmm. devices is that you should be able to repair your device now yeah. we're an authorized service provider for Apple so we right. obviously have to follow Apple's rules but you know I'm I, I, I have mixed feelings about this but I think it's going to be buyer beware I think that that the right to repair, you got to be careful. There are third-party places around here that can repair your Apple device or your right. Android device, but you, you take a risk of those people not having the proper training, right. uh, putting in a third-party mm-hmm. battery that's not good. It could cause a fire. So right. you really, really, really got to be careful with that and just OEM parts, right. right? And same thing in your automotive stuff as well. You got to be careful of the quality of those parts. So, but, but. I think the market will determine that and help make those things better right. as well. So I'm I'm all for that. But anyway, right to repair has been a big deal because it made some inroads. They're, they're they're throughout states in the country. They're trying to get that in. They're trying to trying to maybe introduce some federal legislation as well. That's a whole yeah. other thing. Anyway, chips are hard to get <laughs> this year. Oh. And, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's why we Dude, had a whole bunch grief. of vehicles sitting, uh, being manufactured, except for the chips that need to be in there. And they were put, they were sitting up in Michigan, or, or all the different plants around Ford had how many f one. Kentucky Motor
1: Speedway was full of them.
0: Okay, um, so. Well, I mean, we've had we whole car dealerships that look like ghost towns.
2: Oh, well, that's a whole,
0: yeah. I mean, they've run out of used cars. Used inventory has right. been... Depleted paying. totally and you're, and you're in some places, top for it. and you're oh, and more good than in many great. cases,
2: the new one.
0: Would Which is what's it's what's stopping me from buying a truck right now mm-hmm. is I just I'm not going to overpay by thousands of dollars for something that I don't have to have right, right now. Yeah. I want it. I don't. Ha- I don't necessarily need it right now, but I want it. But I'm trying to set aside my wants and wait for things to come back down to earth, yeah. well, and, and they it, will.
1: So it's,
2: and that will. also will make, uh, have you seen an uptick in some of your service because people can't buy something? It's like, well, I might as well
1: fix it. Yeah, our it. service has stayed strong the whole time. Right. Yes. Okay.
2: So, um, all right. Uh, Windows 11 was released back in October. Uh, so that's going to be the next mm-hmm. thing uh, for, for the Windows things. However, you got to make sure your hardware may even, uh, supports it because it has to have a certain chipset on it in order to fully support
0: it. And, and that's where people run into real problems, isn't it? Is, is you've is got, you know, your computer may run great, but it's, you know, six years old. Yeah. And it's just, it can't, it, it can't accept that update. and right. can't run it. And sometimes what, I, what you run into, you'll start these updates and it fouls something up in there. Mm-hmm. And you end, and then you end up having to take it into somebody because right. you can't figure it out. Well,
2: and you have compatibility issues oh, and yeah. all that. There's all, so having a good, trusted yeah. um, IT professional to work with would, <laughs> would be advisable. It's ideal, um, Apple yes. came smart out. Tech yeah, tech <laughs> uh, Apple uh, came out with their M1 Pro. Now it was end of last year of 2020. They introduced the MacBook Pro 13 inch with an M1 chip. That was their first M1 chip. But this year uh, in October, we came out with the 14 and 16 inch MacBook Pros with the M1 Pro and the M1 Max, which is basically kicking Intel's butt from a performance standpoint. Yeah. So. So that is awesome. I've got mine on order. I'm waiting for it. It should ship here any day. I'm hoping I have my 16 inch uh, version. But anyway, uh, let's see here. Oh, and we talked about this a little bit. Um, Facebook kind of rebranded yep. and and jumped up a level. They they made a a company above that. I guess a, a holding company or what it is. But a, they basically created a a company
1: that oversees. Uh, so,
0: so Facebook in itself now is a subsidiary, a subsidiary of, of, yes. Meta. of Meta. Meta.
1: And by the way, was that the dumbest introduction oh, that, of a, that, that was the weird. most weird, yeah. dumb introduction bizarre. of a, yeah. yeah he, well,
2: he's just weird anyway, yeah. but that's, you know, that's regardless. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, so basically it, it's talking about the fact that you can be anywhere, whether it be, front of an iPad or you put your goggles on mm-hmm. or in person or whatever you got avatars and all this other stuff, which, you know, here, here's the thing about technology, something I wanted to touch on as we start seeing things like the refrigerator with, uh, fi or with internet mm-hmm. access and a yeah. camera and all that, uh, with meta, with all kinds of things that are disruptive, you know, yeah. uh, having our, using our phone to pay for things, right. you know, that is going to it, it just will happen. Mm-hmm. It's just and, and I'm unfortunately I think the chips and bot and put in your body and that kind yeah. of stuff is not going to be our generation. It's going to be several generations down that that may be easier to adopt because right? they're they're being introduced to the idea. Because if you had never thought of it, it ain't happening, right? Mm-hmm. But once you think yeah. about it, and right. and people promote the ideas. And if, if something happens and it makes it easy and it improves your life in some ways, may make your life worse in other ways. Um, but if, if the preponderance of the evidence, if you will, right. is towards a positive, at least the perception is positive, then the new, newer, younger people right. are going to, uh, to adopt it. So anyway, finally, um, speaking of this, we're relying on the cloud so much. We sure are. Amazon... Being you know shutting down, having being so big that they mm-hmm. shut down uh, Trump or not Trump. I'm I'm sorry, um, Parlor. Parler. Uh, <laughs> but they had their own crash here the last few weeks, the last couple of months. They've had some major yeah. shutdowns that cause all kinds of havoc, and we've all been affected. And Ew. and that is they are so large. And see that's where Amazon made their money in right. the initial in where they were making break. money on the right. on the way they were a textbook seller. Right, right. Right. And then they uh, it made that retail. But the reality is they were building systems, these computers, these servers on the back end. Right. And they said, hey, you know what? If we make it for us, we can start selling. That's where their money was and being made. Yeah. And they make money now on on Amazon itself. But but the, the sales side of it. But they really make money. It's more about systems and logistics. Right. That's their powerhouse. You know, yeah. That's their power play. That Very
0: made. powerful position to be in yeah. as a company. Absolutely. Very powerful.
2: But that, you control the data, you control the information, That's you a tr- the world. Why do you ever. So, so there yeah. you go. That Those are the things that were that, that we, that from a technology point of view, yeah. and you can see how all of that touches on so yeah. many areas of our life. It, we yeah. weren't probably, let's see, a lot of the half of this, we were affected somehow or another oh, yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. in all of this. So.
0: Well, Trey, you got a, a This Week in History thing you want to wrap with? Yeah,
1: real quickly, we can do that. Okay, um, let's do that. So, uh, this week in history, this is, uh, the week, the December 26th of the 1st. So All it's right. the, uh, the last week of the year, uh, in 16, our 1065 Westminster Abbey in, in London was consecrated. Okay. So it goes to show you how old that is. 1583, the first day of the Gregorian calendar in Holland and Flanders. We are, we, we follow the Gregorian calendar before, yeah. before the Gregorian calendar, January 1st was not the new year. So that, this is, that's what we follow. 1732, Benjamin Franklin, under the pseudonym Richard Saunders, begins Poor Richard's Almanac. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 1835, the Treaty of uh, New Ochoa uh, is to secede all the lands of the Cherokee east of the Mississippi River of the United States. It started the Trail of Tears, basically. 1860 this week, Harriet Tubman arrives in Auburn, New York, on her last mission to free slaves. And on this day, uh, three years later, in 1863, the Emancipation Proclamation is issued by Abraham Lincoln to free the slaves in the Confederate States. 1942, the U.S. and 25 other countries signed the United Declaration against the Axis. Of course, Germany, Italy, and Japan, and then they had a few other, but those are the major players. 1945, this week, ratification of the United Nations Charter is completed. 2012, Vladimir Putin, I didn't realize this, In in 2012, Vladimir Putin signs into law a ban on U.S. adoption of Russian children. There was a time when it was kind of popular for Americans who were looking for children to go to Russia Mm -hmm. to adopt children because it's a crappy place to live, you know, in a lot of places. And uh, Putin uh, ended that. Wow. And uh, on this day, or on this uh, week in uh, 2013, seven-time world champion, uh, Formula One champion, Michael Schumacher, suffered serious head injury in a ski accident in the Alps. ironically, the guy raced Formula One for many, many years, never got seriously injured, and he is – nobody really even knows what his condition is. They say he's not in a coma, but he's obviously not in public. Real quickly, famous birthdays this week. Paul Revere was born in 1735. Betsy Ross was born in 1752, same day, by the way. Her her name was Elizabeth Griscom. Uh, 19 – or 1895, J. Edgar Hoover, the first – FBI director was born. Uh, 1943, John Denver was born this week. 1936, Mary Tyler Moore was born this week. 1922, Stan Lee was born. Wow. 1975, Tiger Woods was born. 1800, Charles Goodyear, who revolutionized vulcanized rubber, and we have Mm. Goodyear tires, obviously. 1954, Denzel Washington was born. And in 1822, Louis Pasteur was born, possibly... One of the most prominent people in the history of the world because he came up with penicillin. Right. And how many and saved. How many hundreds of millions of people's lives mm-hmm. have been saved that's right. because of penicillin? Well, is, did he? Yeah. Is his the pasteurization? Oh, I'm sorry. Not pasteur. I, 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 my, my fault. Okay. Yeah. Not pasteur. <laughs> I, penicillin. I, I, I had penicillin <laughs> on my brain. No. Pasteurization of homogenized milk. There
2: we go. Okay. I was like, oh, he, maybe he did that too. No, 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 I mean, no. Different guy. Okay. Different guy. So, All right. Well, that's cool. it. Okay. So, oh, well, the Russian children thing, I, that, that's interesting. I, I that was going to look that up. That's still – yeah, there's a whole – apparently the U.S. Citizen and Immigration Service has a whole article on, on that, what you just talked about. By the way,
1: Jonas Salk is the one who – and I didn't even look that up in my head. Jonas Salk is who, who came up with penicillin. Okay, there we I don't, go. I don't know why I had – Louis Pasteur and I just started rattling. But no, it was Jonas <laughs> Salk came up with penicillin. Okay. Louis Pasteur came up with a way to pasteurize milk. It's actually – Makes it last, well. Uh, it lasts
2: a lot longer. It, well, it, they say it does, <sighs> but the reality is that the m- natural milk does seem to— I mean, you get whole milk. We, get ho- mm. we got whole milk for a while from this place together. Dairy. It seemed yeah. like it lasted longer that way. But, then, but actually, the, also, the, the, mem- the, the organic milk we get at the store lasts longer than when the one that it's not on. Well, here's the thing. So but, know, it's just interesting.
1: What happens is, you know, I've always been suspect of those dates. Anyhow, mm-hmm. you think the cow tips the farmer off? He goes over hey, twelve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, who the hell knows?
0: Hey, we open, yeah, it had,
1: open it up I do open smell it. It's okay if it smells bad. Don't drink it. If it and that's okay, the thing for
0: it's the smell test. Sniffed, yep. yeah. You know, and and if i if I'm if I'm, a, if I'm a little bit if I'm kind of on the fence, I'll take a little sip. If it tastes funky at all, spit it out. Right away. If it tastes bad, it's it. buttermilk. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Keep
1: it around a little longer and shake it up. Is yeah.
0: buttermilk not the most hard smelling thing on planet Earth? N- yeah. I, yeah
2: I, well, oh. But cottage cheese doesn't taste the same. Did I you ever won't eat do co- co- cottage cheese and pears? Nope. Yeah. I won't eat cottage oh, man. cheese. Nope. And peaches. Nope. Some people do that. Nope. Nope. I don't know why that actually Nope. Is, nope. 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 Cottage that cheese
0: always looks like something I need to go to the doctor and get removed. <laughs> there you go. No, I'm good. Anyway, that's it. Thanks we're gonna, for listening. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna wrap this podcast up. Join us next time for another edition of Get It Right with Mike, Trey, and Terry. Uh, you got us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, Anchor FM, YouTube. We've got a web page coming soon. It's going to be awesome, and we thank you. Leave a you. review, please. Please leave a review. You help us grow this show. You help us grow this audience. Tell your friends. Share it with everybody. We appreciate it very much. And, uh, you know, maybe one day we'll make five or six bucks off that. Anyway, until next time, guys, take care. We'll see you down the road.